0: Today, as a church, we celebrate the ascension of our Lord into heaven. We complete today the full Paschal mystery of Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. But we have to begin to ask ourselves, what is the significance and importance of the ascension within the Paschal framework? Why does the ascension even matter to us? And how does that fit into the complete, the completion of the paschal mystery? Because to understand why the ascension of our Lord is significant in importance to our lives, we have to begin to find it within the context of his paschal mystery. These last couple of weeks, I've constantly emphasized how Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So this paschal mystery becomes the framework through which we come to see Jesus' life and mission here on earth. This mission began at his birth and ended when he ascended to heaven. And as it comes to an end, we celebrate today the ascension of our Lord, the complete work of what he's done for us and why he came to this world to save, to redeem us, to bring us back to the Father. Therefore, he establishes and gives us the model of how we are to live out our lives, how we're meant to be and what we're meant to do and truly live out our lives here on earth to its fullest potential. But what does that potential entail, and what does that potential mean for you and I, especially in our day and age, as people who celebrate the post-resurrection? People who have existed after Jesus' time. For us, it really entails going and living out that mission in a very particular manner. I think it's so beautiful today as we welcome three new members into our family our community we as a community of faith are reminded exactly what we're called to do today we hear in our gospel reading go therefore baptizing all nations in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and in a little bit you will hear those same words re-uttered again as I'm baptizing and welcoming these three new life into the life of the church and after the words baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit we are told to teach and to uphold the commandments these things Fit into our mission and our purpose in life but we also then have to understand it within the context of what we're going to celebrate next week which is Pentecost because so many of us are sitting here in the pews wondering okay I'm called to do mission but I'm not good I'm not a missionary that's where all the missionary priests and missionary religious out there in the world How am I supposed to be a missionary? I'm not a good speaker. I can't convey and articulate what the church teaches. That's not for me. I can't sit in front of a classroom to educate others in the faith. That's not me. So we all therefore live in this fear and this doubt of whether or not we're capable of it. We hear in our gospel reading also that the apostles who were there were also doubting. Some were worshiping God, others were doubting. Put it into their framework. They have walked with Jesus for three years. They have seen all the great things that he has done on this earth, but yet they doubted? We too can struggle with that doubt. We too can have questions and fears within our own lives. But how does that hinder or prevent us from living out our mission? Because our mission transforms who we are. Our mission is where we're supposed to go and what we're supposed to do. And that mission, if we hear from the first reading, is that towards heaven. For that reason, the apostles looked up at the skies and gazed heavenward wondering what they're about to experience and see they sit there in awe and wonder and we see and we hear from our first reading two angels speak back to the apostles asking why are you looking up at jesus just as he's ascending he will return back in glory and so therefore our mission begins to go We are commissioned immediately to go out to the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe the Ten Commandments. So how does that begin to look like within our own lives, within our own struggles of life? As parents, I want to invite you to draw back to your memory when you first became parents? Was it easy for you to begin and prepare your life as parents? I've got a chance to talk to a lot of young parents and new parents. The first fear that comes to mind when they find out that they're going to become parents is how am I going to do this? How am I going to raise this child? Am I going to be a good parent? Am I going to be capable and able to raise this child and make them good? They begin to look at their own lives and look at their own parents and begin to see the flaws, and imperfections that their parents have done in raising them. So there's this doubt, this fear, this question whether or not they're worthy of being parents. But as that child is brought into this world, there's a sense of joy, the sense of excitement. The fear begins to wean away. And as you begin to chip at your life as new parents, things, yes, become difficult. Yes, things become challenging and maybe sometimes fearful. But every day, that fear begins to wean away that doubt begins to wean away. You become more comfortable in the life as parents. Our faith life is very much that. How are we going to overcome those doubts, those fears, and accomplish and live out our mission in that particular way if we don't work at it? If we don't go for it, if we don't trust in the Lord and trust in the gifts of the Holy Spirit to challenge us to live that out more fully within our own lives, there's a sense of fear of educating our kids in the faith. Last night I was talking to Candy and we we were just talking about this phrase. When families pray together, they stay together. I was sharing with her how when I first learned about that phrase, it sounded very cheesy. It sounded very, kind of just, eh, right? Because you hear it and it's like, okay, why does that make sense? Why does that even matter? But you begin to see that when families pray together, there's a sense of bond of unity, but as a child, How many of us really wanted to pray with our parents? I remember growing up as a kid, prayer time was not my favorite. There was always something better I could be doing. I could be in bed on my phone. I could be in bed reading a book. I could just be doing other things in life that's worth my while than sitting with my parents for 45 minutes praying. But what came about that prayer was my parents asking and calling us every single day, we're praying, let's go, let's go, let's go. As parents, it's not fun to constantly nag your kids to say, come on, let's pray, let's pray. But in praying, there is a sense of bond, of unity, of love. That was their way of making disciples, making disciples of me and my siblings, sharing us, teaching the faith and not even just teaching the faith as philosophy and as a thought, but actually to uphold them, to make it our own, to turn that prayer to our own words of praise and thanksgiving to God and live out that prayer every day. So our mission today to go to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teach them to uphold the commandments is not a daunting task. It's not something that we need to fear. Because we all have received the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Counsel, understanding, fortitude, knowledge, fear of the Lord, we are able to continue that mission. We're able to live out that mission every day and every moment of our lives. But we let our fears and doubts affect us and how we live that out. So let us today push the fear and doubts out of our life, invite the Holy Spirit to give us the gifts of the Holy Spirit, of counsel, a fortitude of knowledge, of understanding, to live our mission out every day, to go, to be commissioned and to actively do something, to share the good news, share how God has lived out and impacted you, baptizing all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Live it out together as a family. Those words call us together as one to live out the life as family, to live out that sacramental life, to teach and to uphold, keep it in our hearts, learn more about our faith, dive deeper in our understanding and knowledge of God, and not just to make it head knowledge, but make it something that belongs in the heart that lives in the heart every day and to live out that mission faithfully even in the midst of trial even in the midst of uncertainty even in the midst of doubt we can live out our mission every day amen